0: Hi, this is Ricky Stewart, and if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one, Behind the Limelight. Not this rubbish with Flaky Blakey. Blake and
1: the Pork Blake and the Pork Blake and the Pork
2: It's Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork
0: hello and welcome to Raiders review with Blake and the pork I'm the pork I'm Blake and this is the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet coming to you from the filthiest storeroom buried somewhere in the Bowser Civic the location of which we will never reveal will we Blake no and we're still we're still third we are still third I thought you said someone tried to tell you we were fourth now yeah 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 I think uh, I think I think Raider Nick was trying to in- inform us that we would now fourth because he was big man on campus with a new one but you know are we counting um, You know, clicks and listeners from Russia. Is that what we're (laughs) counting now? I don't know. It could be. I mean, he's a very impressive man now, Nick. Just ask him. Anyway, this is brought to you by, with the dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Raiders' number one fan forum on the internet. Get online and get engaging with your fellow Raider supporters. And also... Yeah, and a bit of advice for you. Maybe stick to the greenhouse and stay off Facebook. Oh, shut up. After some of your efforts on Saturday night. Which I will cover later. Shut up. Oh, for <laughs> God's God. And we're also brought to you, and I know why I'm covering this, uh, with the Cash Money sponsorship of Landspeed Records. Come in and buy your records, your CDs, your... Uh, t-shirts, all sorts of other merchandise and paraphernalia from people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do. And if you're listening to this podcast, it is my guess that you love the Canberra Raiders or you are a very strange individual. Blake? Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. So, the Warriors loss. Are you expecting someone? What was that? Are you expecting someone, Blake? Come in. I cannot believe you would show boys, your boys, face around boys. here. Boys.
2: What's, what was the what's, what's the question? Come how, on. How did you find the secret the
1: secret location of the studio? Oh, you're what, you're gonna pretend like you didn't <laughs> tell me?
0: Bloody hell. I just it's
1: nothing but double speak between you guys and my DMs now. One of you wanted me out and then you told me you wanted me out. What's going on? I want the real story, that's why I'm here.
0: Blake Blake doesn't like you. It's just the two really, I'm I'm
2: the one I'm the one that said we should bring him back. Basically, you know, look if you'd gone to the pork first, to the pork father, and maybe told him what you were planning, it would have been okay. But the the, the problem is, you know,
1: you just went behind his back.
0: Yeah, well, for the I shark I, to show up on the Green Machine podcast, I mean, that hurt. That cut me cut no, me deep.
1: I actually went into his... I slid into his DMs and let him know. I asked if there was any beef, and he said, no, there's no beef, bro. So I feel like I'm just a pawn in this weird war between you and the Green Machine podcast. I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's no war between me and the Green Machine podcast. I
1: just feel like...
0: Really, just used at this point. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah,
1: all the copies of my new solo record are back here. <laughs> this, is, this is where you've kept all the broken, broken pieces. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that good. Here. I'm picking them up. Right. Well, while
0: you're here, let's talk about football because that seems more appropriate. Um, the Warriors loss. Look, we were a minute away from being probably the greatest, well, one of the greatest
2: Canberra Raiders victories that we'd ever witnessed. Uh, mm. it, it was. It was. A, it was. A day of so many mixed emotions for it me was. it was kind of as soon as we had the three players go off um i thought okay well that's it you know especially under the new rules up against the warriors on a fast dry track our chances of holding them out you mm-hmm.
1: know
2: didn't look good but then suddenly we were able to put on you know a bunch of tries in a row and, and, and went to half time with a very handy lead Especially under the circumstances, but uh, yeah, in the second half, it kind of always felt as though they would grind us away, and it wasn't until the last few minutes I thought, no, we're actually going to hold on, and then for uh, Henry Perinard to give the not even talking about the the pass yet, but to give that last six again call was was the absolute nail oh in the coffin, God. and then yeah, once they rolled out, but then even miraculously enough, we actually got the ball off the short kickoff and and almost scored, yeah, and would have if if that try had. Been given well, that would have been probably the greatest Raiders
0: performance. I think the worst all-time. thing that happened to the Raiders in that match was halftime. I think when they came out, you could see they had cooled down and they were, were just weren't able to warm up as fast. And the Warriors felt that straight away and were rolling into them. And the the Raiders, the lactic acid was there. They they had slowed up a bit and it took them a little while to warm up. And by the time they'd warmed up, two tries had been scored. The second of which of those tries, and it's not talked about as much, was also off an offload that was straight in front of me that was off, was forward, like quite clearly forward and missed by Drew Ultram. And the reason they had us at six and sevens to score the try was because of that offload. And had that been called, and you can say, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. But there were a couple of things that went against us. And I must say for that last six again, I had a very extremely good view of it. And Jack Whiten was definitely interfering the way Henry Perinara did. I thought that was fair. The issue I have was there was, a, was d- a dive there as well. Oh, he milked it, and it's one I'm of certain. Waters. But Jack was doing it. But my issue was he wasn't doing anything. The Warriors players weren't doing in our tackles, yeah. and we weren't getting the six again calls. Shark?
1: Well, I mean, I was. Uh, I don't really remember much of this game because I was in a rage blackout for the second half of it. Basically, um, I've never seen my son physically ill from a loss, but he. Couldn't eat dinner that night. Um he was like a slug the whole night. It was actually ridiculous. He wasn't but as physically ill as Curtis Scott. He didn't actually like no, throw he was, everywhere. <laughs> he did, uh he almost vomited later when we went to Betty's Burgers, but that's another story. But um yeah, that I mean, that second half was just it was just a slow erosion. It felt mm. like mm. oh, here we go. You felt it in your bones. Oh, you knew, up, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Yeah, and I was sitting right there in front of uh of rapping and when he was reaching out for that try, I was like, "There's no way this is gonna work." Even like midair, I'm like, "Yep, yeah, here it goes," and everyone around me's erupting, and I'm like, and <laughs> look, "Come on, people, wake up!"
0: Look, before we discuss who's gonna get the uh, the Raiders review with Blake and the pork, twenty-dollar land speed voucher for man in a match, I want to say a special mention to Jordan Rafter in that because he tried his guts oh out, my God, that's and wonderful. so many of the things that were there, the fact we were in a position to win it was in large part due to him and his efforts. But there were two points in that match where the criticism I laid within pre-season of just being a yard short of pace stood out. The time when he got the ball and was on the burst, he gave up and was waiting for support well before, just as he passed the halfway, he should have tucked his ears back because the only person who could have caught him was Roger. Roger would have caught him. Roger had had him covered. I was at the But the other person who was behind him was CNK, who was the other person who was going to be there in time. If Roger was there, he could still got the... Pass away, or ultimately got to his feet quickly, either causing a um, a sin binning or a quick play the ball, which meant that CNK would have either scored or someone would have had to go to the sin bin for stopping him. As it was from the play the ball there, when he went forward, every player that was involved was offside and could have been sin bin for it. So yeah, they, they didn't call it. They, they didn't call it, call it. And, th- and this is the thing that wasn't there. But oh. talking about the the player of the match, um, just getting back to that Rupaner thing, though, I was. In front of where he was running, so
2: when he was running towards me, uh, at the time I thought, "Oh my god, yeah, he is so incredibly slow now." But he did he did pull up because he could see that no, he RTS, pulled up. He pulled he up, see, but he could yeah. see RTS was covering him, and he was waiting for CNK to come through so he could give the ball to CNK. But in the end, the person that actually tackled CNK from behind. Was mm. big bunny of which was uh, he put in some big yards as well. But you know, yeah, Rapan, he's he's yeah, he's not as quick as he used to be, and he probably it's safe to say he he won't recapture. That pace, but he still did so much in that oh, game. Look, he was yeah, brilliant yeah. and he was every time we were bringing our ball out of our own end, you know, and the forwards are just were struggling to make it back. Yeah, you know, he was the doing uh, of I think tackle. that's a
0: point you've made in personal invective yeah. towards me, Shark, earlier in the season <laughs> about you know he's the guy who brings does the hard yep. runs.
1: I mean, yes, his legs may be slower, but, but boys, his heart's gotten so much bigger over the years. Come on! So, uh, so. He was
0: great, but for mine, there was three, and, and it's really hard to single out any player because I'm not singling out any player as not doing well in that match. I think all of them, I was so proud yeah. of them. Um, one thing I wasn't proud of was when I um, uh, referenced the Henry V St. Christmas Day speech in commentary to Tim Gable, and I didn't get a reaction that told me that he knew what that was. And I was a bit disappointed by that. You know, he who sheds his blood with me today shall be my brother. We few, we marry few, we brand of brothers because that's the scene setter, isn't it? Up against the odds, but still going in there and saying, I wouldn't have another person here. Let's do it by ourselves. There's a bit uh, of Lawrence Olivier about the delivery then, wasn't there? Well, yeah, and Lawrence Olivier, I believe, is the best delivery, better than Branagh's delivery of the St. Crispin's Day speech. If you go back and, and look at that 1944 effort, it was brilliant. But I think the three players that stood to me were Ryan Sutton, who tackled everything that moved and just kept running that ball forward no matter yeah. what they threw at him. George Williams, who stood up as a playmaker in a sense I've never seen him before until that match. I've seen him good, but I've never seen him imperious. Yeah. And with any, he was, in, he will grow so much as a player in that because he's the man. But I think for mine it was Josh Hodgson. Yeah, really? 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 Yeah, yeah, you, you,
2: you, Robertson Crusoe on that one, I think. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I give yeah. it. I think I give it to Ryan Sutton. Josh Hodgson had Shut a good up. game. The thing about Josh Hodgson I didn't like seeing is, and we'll, we can sort of get this when we cover the teams, but I don't want to see him taking hit ups, like when Tom Stalin comes on the field. I just don't think he had any choice. No, well, he's done it before, and that's what used to, when. Uh, uh, what's his name? Baptiste used to be in the team. As Kurt Baptiste used to do the same thing at the end of the match, he'd just be charging the ball up and look. You know, That's not what he's paid for. I okay. no,
0: you don't. You don't like. You blunt, take take a Lamborghini cross country. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I don't button your sharpest tool. You know to hack through some. Uh, but this is a bloke from Yorkshire, Northern England. You know,
2: toughest. Yeah. Oh, teak. look, it's 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 good to see. But yeah, especially coming back from the injury, he came back from as well. I mean, in theory, his knee's fixed now. Uh, still, I don't want to see
1: him taking dirty runs.
0: No. So what I'm hearing from you though is you both believe Ryan Sutton is definitely,
1: definitely. yes, yeah, definitely. Okay, Ryan I mean, Sutton. Look, I love Josh Hodgson, but. The best games are when he runs zero meters. Seriously, I remember two seasons ago, um, what the the season opener against Gold Coast. We're mm. playing this week. He ran zero meters, and we won nineteen nothing. So I mean, those are his best performances when he's just distributing. So mm.
0: uh, uh, I agree. Look, but Ricky, as soon as the we scored the first try after we'd lost all the players, and Ricky called him over and gave him advice straight to him this is advice that i'm doing and from that point hodgson controlled everything he controlled everything everything where the ball was going a hundred percent he was doing it and we scored what two tries after that and it was him the whole bloody thing was him and what chance we had was him what chance we had was his leadership this is going back to my point though the criticism of that he
2: goes too much himself and it's too Mm. much of those crash balls I reckon Ricky's telling him to do it. It's not that yeah. he's just decided to do it. Oh, he was following instructions. Yeah. But I mean, like, at least he got some good advice there from Ricky. It's probably a lot better than the advice he got from Wayne Bennett in the um lines. To oh, you see that? Oh, goodness gracious <laughs> me! <laughs>
0: it's one of the great. What's one of the great moments? You got to think that Wayne Bennett was looking for a payout, and wanted to get sacked <laughs> given that stuff there. But the forward passes. Let's talk about them, people. Well, I was in line with with uh, the. Um,
2: the one to Murdoch Massilla and yes, it was definitely it was definitely forward. I mean, the fact that he did such a good job to even catch the ball, mm. it was that far out in front of him. But it, it's weird. It's Perinara, He was right there. He has no excuse. and Ricky even, but then, was right there. But when Perinara, I rewatched the game last night, um, and when Perinara blows the try, the look on his face—it's like he's seen a ghost or something.
1: Mm.
2: He looks absolutely yeah. just like. There's like rabbit in the headlights. I don't know.
0: Well, he's not getting. um, He's getting emergency reserve gigs at the moment. He's not getting actual first up gigs. He's not. He's not. He was the reserve for that match, and Matt Shacken called in sick. I know. And as a result, he came up into that match, and I can. Because he was there to. to so Red that, free the reserves. you know, like, and it, it just went really, really poorly from that point onwards. But um, Ricky McFarlane also had a fantastic view of it. But Drew Ultram had a great view of it. Yeah, no, you, from you the could other see side it from of anywhere. Field. All of them could have called it, and none of them did. Yeah, you could see it from I mean, next. I saw it. I was sitting on the other end of the ground in the
1: end. Like, you could see that it was forward. He had to reach, like, two meters ahead of him to get it. I mean, yeah. it's like not, this isn't I quantum think physics. out of the three of us, like, the
0: best view was Blake's. Yeah. But from where I was sitting, it was... It was ridiculously obvious. It wasn't sort. It was one of those ones. Where it's like oh, because they were a lot being missed. It was like they weren't playing forward pass. Yeah. It was that's what it felt like. Well, to that's me. the
1: whole thing. They're not really calling these mild forward passes anymore. Mm. They're gonna start letting big ones go. It's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Like and more to your point, like He was he looked like he'd seen a ghost because he knew what he'd done. But do you think? All right, this is a little bit of a controversy corner. Yeah. But do you think that someone? Because he was about to blow it forward. Like, you know, I rewatched it too. It looked like yeah. he was about to blow he it forward. Stopped. It's like somebody maybe in his ear was telling him not to call it forward.
0: We can yeah. hear we can hear the bunker calls. Can you? Yeah, yeah. with the refs things okay, we can see, hear well, them. Maybe maybe they've stopped that, but we always used to be able to hear the bunker calls. Well, that's why they used they to just talk in um in code. Yeah.
2: You know. Exactly. How's uh what was his name? Hows Hows Trent?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they—they they they did to their code. Was, but was may, mean, maybe they wiped the, out even even the bunker. Penalties. penalties. But I just can't believe. I mean, that it was doesn't so, make any sense. It doesn't it, make any sense. The, it, the whole thing, though. He I mean, knew that, what he was doing. The whole thing
2: with with the Perinara thing—it it just makes you realise that on one hand, you, the NRL is seen as this sort of elite um, sporting conti- competition. But at the same time, it's such amateur hour in but many the, ways. This is
0: because, and this goes back to the old story of the referees. When Harrigan and Rape were in there controlling it, there were a couple of refs who really didn't want him to have anything to do with it. Now, they draw their refs up through the New South Wales and the QRL ranks. They come up through the Penrith referees like uh, Atkins or, you know, the Queensland ones. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but... Barry Garmussell. Eddie Woods. Mm -hmm. You know, but they come up through those ones and then they're chosen and brought through the system. But when Tony Archer did his little coup... He went through he needed support of people in order to run it now he got support of some people and other people wouldn't support him now without going through the names the people who didn't sign their petition and the stuff that was taken forward to um the arlc board by ashley klein am i going to have to edit all this no, again? No, this is, is this is true that, yeah. this <laughs> is true by ashley klein and i believe uh diamond phillips Diamond uh, I believe, <laughs> and, and the story was it was able to go through there because he was next teammate of Brad Fittler so he could get it there through that method. Um, the people who on the, the refs the ref side, the officials who actually sided with it, kept their jobs. Whereas from what I've seen, all the ones who didn't sign it, in short order, once Archer was in control of it, which he didn't get straight away, one by one yeah. went, and people say, well, Matt Chicken's still there, and he didn't support it. Is Matt Chicken still running grand finals mm-hmm. and state of origin matches? No, he's had he's had an interesting career. What I would say, though, about the amateur hour... And yeah, as a result, they're not necessarily getting the best people. They're not bringing them through. Yeah. It might be. There's a suggestion. There's a closed club. And if it's a closed club, how can you be sure you're getting the best people? Yeah. What I'm going to say about the
2: amateur hour of the NRL, in the NBA or the Premier League, would you have a referee... Re- re- officiating a game that he, one of the teams he used to play for. And one of the teams
0: that yeah. he used to play for, he got sacked by the coach. Oh, by the coach. coach. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is,
1: no, nah, there's too many conflicts. Uh,
0: there, there was too many conflicts, but I don't think they were, adv- they were anticipating that, but at the same time, he shouldn't have been the reserve. Yeah.
2: And look, I don't think, at no point am I saying or suggesting that Henry Perinara is biased against I, us. I don't think he's, he is. He's just incompetent. He's just yeah. not a very good ref, and he hasn't been a very good ref for a long time, and that's why, generally, he doesn't referee first-grade games. He probably never will referee another first-grade game after that one, I'd suggest. No. But he only came in as the emergency replacement, so, you know, we've got to live with it. But, you know, we should all take comfort in the fact that the NRL did come out and say that the call was incorrect
0: and the pass was forward. And and, they're returning the two points to us. Oh, no, they didn't come (laughs) through with that. (laughs) Sorry about that. But... um, One of the the things that that came on that is is they don't review, the bunker doesn't review forward passes. Now, that comes down to this physics, this law of momentum, that, you know, like physics, if you're running forward with a fair bit of momentum, you can pass the ball backwards, but the momentum transfers the ball so it can float forward. But that doesn't apply to all forward passes, yet it is the reason they don't review any forward passes. That's like saying, oh, we're not going to... you know charge you with murder because people get found innocent of charges of murder yes. i mean that's not sometimes the best people get murdered by accident yeah yeah
1: Okay, you didn't mean to do it sometimes you let yeah, them go, yeah, that's so, right oh you know, yeah
0: and that's the thing so that has to change all you need is two eyes a video uh you know video replay and some common sense but there's technology like there's technology in the a-league but we don't nowadays. need it the technology is if there it, if, right if, now if that one was obvious as a bollocks and a dog oh yeah but and if, it should have been overturned yeah.
2: if the a-league has access to technology that can determine offsides.
0: Yeah. Surely but right now, If they've done it, we're not talking about how Henry Perinara is incompetent. We might still be, but it wouldn't be the major thing. Yeah, We're talking about the Raiders' fantastic victory, which is what we should be talking about. Yeah. And instead, we're not. And talking about the game, Ricky got accused by the ground manager of abuse. Now, there were two people, the closest people to Ricky, when that call got made, and we both instantly looked at Ricky for a reaction. That was myself and Matt Russell, um, for our positions. Ricky most certainly, most certainly was visibly upset and yelled loud things, which like about 13,000 people in the stadium involved expletives, I can tell you that now. But they weren't directed at any individual person and there was no official that was anywhere near him. Drew Ultram, who was the touchy, who was the closest person to him, was already 25 to 30 meters away by that stage going into the end goal. And he could not possibly have heard anything nor was anything directed at him. Um, I watched Ricky throughout the rest of the match in order for his reactions because it is in itself a spectator sport, right through. And I saw him give no abuse to any referee or any official whatsoever. And as soon as full time went, he went straight to the sheds. So he wasn't even there when Perinara came through. I don't know where this report's come from, but both myself and Matt Russell have told the NRL of our experience, and we're just waiting for them to call us in order to close up and clear up that investigation. Yeah,
1: it sounds like what it is is just a red shiny ball, like a deflection. Let's get out in front of this. before You think? Yeah. I it's mean, like when totally. we
0: criticised the Jack White and Sin Binning last year, and they got him in trouble for throwing a, a water bottle out the window. <laughs> there you go. You exactly. don't think it's something like the cynical as that, do you, show Well, I Can mean, you, I'm a. Should we really have someone on as this cynical, Blake? Look, I'm a Philadelphia it's, it's... Eagles fan. I got to be cynical. He's, I was raised he's, this way.
2: He's he's the refreshing breath of fresh air the show needs.
0: <laughs> is that right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm. We've 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 officially jumped the shark. Yeah. Literally. And, yeah, and,
0: and we've, we've brought in the scrappy dude. Okay, so injuries, that's right. Injuries. Um, I will be very... Sub- Seb Chris was fighting to get back on. Like, he was fighting to get back on and really took Ricky coming over, put his arms around the shoulder and saying, dude, that's what it's been called. You're, you're staying off. Before he went to the sheds and had a shower. Ryan James was never coming back on. No, the reason no. Seb Chris couldn't get up was because there was a dead weight literally lying on top of him. Um, and Joe Tarpany was never coming back on, no. although his ankle did not look as bad as I thought it was straight away, because he was groveling. But we won't see him this weekend. We I will be stunned if Ryan James makes that field. Um, I fully anticipate the way M-ray Ryan Gordon. James
2: fell. He fell like a tree. Mm. He fell straight down <laughs> on top of. Of uh, Seb Chris, yeah, and I've never seen anything like that. Two players sort of lying on top of each other.
0: Well, Seb was stunned, but what he had was 120 kilos a man, literally on top yeah. of him as a dead weight, and and like he wasn't in a position to force that off, and that made Seb's look worse than it probably was. But and he was not glassy eyed afterwards. Whereas Ryan James was. I didn't see him till the end of the second half, and he was still worse for wear.
2: Well, he thought he had a busted jaw or something too, because he had a big cut in his mouth and. Yeah.
0: Well apparently He shouldn't there's no way he should be coming back. There is no, no way. There, there's no, but I think there's a chance we'll see Seb Chris. We've been named, but But if we don't see Seb Chris, who will we see? Is it Matt Tomoko? Uh no, it's semi Valame, yeah. And which
2: means Rupp and I will return to centres. Will he? Or we we'll are see and
0: yeah. Kay go into the centres and Akins no, go into fullback. No, no That will not happen. That will not happen. That's another dud pork prediction. I'm just, I'm just putting the options out there. Well, CNK does play centre for New Zealand, does he not? Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, because Roger two of who going to say, you like, not, know, there's I a reason. Yeah, you, you <laughs> may not be aware of this, especially after the weekend, but he's actually quite a good player. Did yeah. you know that, Roger? Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, he's Have you bad. did you
0: note by the way the incredible similarity between him and Henry Perinara? like? Maybe I mean, related. We should look into this. It Roger like is a... definitely better looking than Henry, but quite frankly, they're both not hard on the eyes, though. two. you have a rough head, too, Tim? No, I have a rough head. No. Oh, uh, no. okay. Rod, yeah. a, <laughs> Roger's good. one I good think looking I, man. I, think I didn't listen <laughs> last week. Yeah, you have a rough head. Look, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, the look, pot's calling the kettle black. I have a beautiful, smooth I, only, head. Only, yeah. only Blake has the good looks in this room here. But Akins could come in, too. Um, but one of the things that um, is worth noting is the reserves last week. Yeah, they got
1: pumped, right?
0: No one saw that. Well, I did not see that coming at all because you looked
2: at the you looked at the team. Yeah, it was like we, a had, a we had, had a great there, team. We had team yeah. on paper. yeah, and it was supposedly we had a point to prove against the Mounties. Yeah, um, they had a point to prove no. against us. <laughs> but I was <laughs> standing next to one of the, the Raiders
0: players while I was watching it, and I said, "What's going on here?" And he said, "I don't know," and I won't name that player. I don't know, but that's an NRL side out there getting it pumped, and he was pretty pissed off with the state of affairs. Yeah. Well, Lachlan Lewis, you know, people people had written him off. Yeah, well, Late not me. Thing. Yeah, anyway.
2: Okay, I think he's one of those players he looks good at that level. Um, the other big news coming out of that reserves game is Harley Smith Shields. Oh, God. Serious. Seven, three mo- or four months, right? Yeah, that's a
0: bad injury. That's really bad. Like, all of a sudden, you're looking at all this fantastic depth, and then one of these people you're looking at is the shining lights of that depth. <sighs> yeah. But no, no, so are we gonna, where are we at now? Are we going to look at the team? Yeah, we'll look at the Titans match. Uh, we, we first, of where the hell is it being played? Well, yeah, we don't know. We still don't know.
2: It's it's they have flown from um, Gold Coast, Gold Coast Sydney. to Sydney, but there's still a chance it'll be played here. Well, it would seem it would seem the obvious um, place for it to take place, unless the Titans didn't want to give an advantage to the Raiders, and they I guess they could decide if they wanted to play it in Sydney. They could play, it, like, you know, Campbelltown, Campbelltown or Leichhardt. Campbelltown
1: where I was thinking, yeah.
2: Yeah, Leichhardt to, like, no no crowd at all. So it, it's still, I think it's still...
1: I think there's as much chance as they'll
0: do it in Canberra and just switch the, the return match to Seabus. I think that makes the most yeah, sense. Yeah, that,
1: that actually does make a lot of
0: sense. That wouldn't no. happen, though. But, well, the issue is getting the crowds to... But the issue is getting the crowds anywhere, really, yeah. isn't it? The best chance you've got of a crowd is actually bringing it to Canberra.
2: Yeah, but I don't think... If it comes to Canberra, I don't think then Canberra would reciprocate
0: and then swap... I games. Think that could only be re- like when the Warriors came out at the beginning of the season, talking about basically having all of their matches as soon as they could, home in in New Zealand. I was actually in support of that. I oh, they were going to play that because that's yeah. what that's
2: what um, Toronto did. They played half their games on a row in
0: North America, yeah, and then they relocated to the UK and played the other half of their games. Well, I don't have a problem with us. Like the, 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 the Warriors have been got through hell. I mean, like, even though we lost to them last weekend, um, there was nothing foul about their play. No. There was nothing untoward about it. They, we should have won that match. Um, they got away with it, but I don't hate the Warriors, and I think no. that's only fair going there. But, yeah, there's nothing been confirmed about whether they But it'll be interesting where it is. The Titans have now won two on the trot, and they're starting to look good. They're looking good. I'm going
2: into this game far from covered. I've seen that um, we are installed as favourites with bookmakers, whatever that's worth, but that almost surprised me a little bit. I mean, if it does, if the game does take place in Canberra, I guess, you know, that would put us up a bit. But um, they're, you know, a vastly improving side. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well coached. Yeah, um, definitely well coached. Vastly improving side. And we've got injuries now, Mm -hmm. and we've got a team that, has absolutely went through hell you think there'd be some hangover from that game
0: well presently one of the bookmakers that I actually use has actually pulled the match from the odds yeah because really? they don't know because they the don't the know odds, where it's going to sit yeah, and how it's yeah. going to be so they pulled it from the odds so that's um, that's an interesting thing in itself and I wouldn't blame them for doing that because where where it's listed is probably a good thing oh, look I think they're a very good side and you've got Tino up front with Mitch Rain who's really having a rebirth and Jared Wallace great front row then you've got For Feeder and Proctor in the second row, that's a good second row. And you've got Tyron Peachy at lock, who is a dynamic player. You've got Fogarty, who's really owes us one for the ankle tap by Papali uh, Papali last year. Tana Boyd, who's quite exciting at number six. You've got Herbert and... um, uh, Philip Sammy in the centres. Now, Sammy's mostly known as a winger, but he's a useful player. You've got Don on one week, Corey Thompson on the other, and Alexander Brimson at fullback, who yeah, is he's electric. Great. He's great. Then you've got Futter Waker on the bench with Sam Lasoni, Jolliffe, and then Aaron Clark. That's a good side. It is. Again, it's a bit like the game against the Warriors. Um, really, where we have it over
2: them is in the spine, but you know, if if there's a weight of possession and mm. things that happen like last week, well, then... You know, that that advantage in the spine can be negated.
0: And the Raiders have named... So, Dynamis has come back up. Um, and very, a, very hardly done by, I think, in the first place to miss out. I don't know what he's... There were two of the players for the... Not Mounties, the Raiders' reserves last week... Um, so it sounds like the Raiders um, are going to be clashing at Cogra uh, Jubilee is where oh, the wow. match is going to be held now. The official announcement from the NRL coming through right now, people, is that the NRL has moved its two Saturday games out of Queensland in response. And that the... It's a good thing you saw that then, because otherwise by the time I posted this episode... We'd be wrong. Yeah, yeah half yeah, that's would right. be relevant. So the Sharks and Cowboys clash is double header at Cogra. Um, instead of on the Sunshine Coast. And the Titans and Raiders at Cogger as well. Same timing, so that's when it's going ahead. Okay, well, that, that's interesting. That's so rude. the Raiders side, Dynamis Louie, who played well along with Emre Gula, which you can see because he's on the extended bench. There weren't too many you could call out played well. Mm-hmm. Hodgson, brilliant. Papa Lee brilliant. Whitehead and Hudson Young back in. I talked to Hudson last week for the match. He said if it had been an urgent match, if it had been a big one, he would have been played last week but they were taking We certainly could have done We yeah, certainly could really have, have him. could have used it. <laughs> um, Ryan Sutton at lock, who um, is just rising he's, and rising and rising up. He's the, a the player.
2: obvious person to go in there for Joe Tarpany, especially after mm. performance last week, can play really big minutes through and, the middle. And
0: you, yeah, you he's brilliant. I love him. I mean,
2: Tarpany's a big out though, but thankfully um, he's only, they're saying it's only two to three weeks, which is much, because when he went down like the way that he did, Sort of the the sniper-style injury. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it was Achilles, and like Achilles is basically season.
0: Yeah, Yeah, fortunately it wasn't Achilles. Then you've got Georgie and Jack in the halves. Um, Then you've got Sebastian Chris coming into the centres. I will still believe that when I see it. I think he can because... No, I think he'll be all right. What happened was he passed the HIA because they said it was something called a Category 1 incident, which I think is like um, knocked out or glassy-eyed or whatever like that he couldn't come back on. And because yeah. if he's past that HIA, then he might be able to play. So if he's playing, him and Croker, that's good centers. Then you've got Simonson and Rapiner on the wings, and CNK at the back. The bench is Tommy Starling, Saliva Haveli, uh, Sia, and Ryan James. I will be very surprised not to see Ryan James swapping over with Emre Guler. Yeah, get Emre
2: in there. Very surprised. Uh, a couple of things on the team. Denarius Louis, I'm glad to see him back there. If we'd had him on the bench. Instead of Tom Starling mm. on the weekend. I mean, after rewatching the game, Tom Starling did some good things, he but he just size wise mm. just struggles. You know, he's just a target. And look, he's a great defender, but at the same time, they were making meters every time they ran at him.
0: And he really needed to earn his pay in attack, like really spark the attack in that. And he did a few good things, but part of what he does relies on support play, and people are too damn tired to get yeah. there in support. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a mistake. Um, running
2: with him and Saliva on the bench. I mean, obviously, from Ricky's point of view, what happened on the weekend was a freak occurrence. It probably won't happen again. But, yeah, it kind of demonstrated that having an extra forward there, you know, is probably more useful than having two guys that can play hooker. Yeah. One of whom I know operates mainly as a forward. or played in the second row and look, I will be a, surprised
0: to see Havili go into a front row rotation. Yeah. I won't be surprised to see that because basically the way he cannonballs and that... Yeah. That well, and he was still... He was still...
2: Like, playing out wide, he was still good running. I mean, the, the, the difficulty he had. And it's... You know, one of the toughest positions to defend in was defensive mm. in second row.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, so... The other thing about the team, too, is Rappenot
2: is playing on the left again. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that... Because he was playing on the left and he normally plays traditionally, he did all his best work on the right... Mm. Um, when he went to put down the ball for the fight you know the final try or the would be try he's holding the ball in his right hand and that's yeah, why RTS defender, was able yeah. to yeah knock it out it's weird that he swapped back to the left again because he used to be in the I yard mean,
0: faster was... and it doesn't matter people yeah i don't know
1: the pace was the, was the issue there but anyway he he was he was always going to get that ball knocked out of his hand it was like fate you know actually the way Marge they were coming just, across you know, and there was two of them
0: there was two of them that were coming across incredibly fast and not anyone much else who was coming across yeah. if jordan actually stands up for a second they get yeah if he holds up him. that's
1: what i thought too if they hold up they all blow out of play, they to they play and, past him. Goes, and what's just, more he if he holds up
0: and they get to him there was a man on his inside yeah, he gets um sh- in croker who was wow. right there on this and that could have been a great great win but it was superb effort denied hi this is jared croker Why are you listening to this podcast? These guys know nothing. So, where's it won, Jacques? Where's it won? I mean...
1: In Cogre. In Cogre. (laughs) This is a game that I looked at early in the year and was like, I don't know. Last year we had trouble with... I mean, it was was the first game at home last year. Mm. And they came storming back in the second half, kind of like what we've seen already this season. Mm. And it's looked like we're going to have to put together... I know it's such a rugby league trope we're going to have to put together a full 80 minutes here boys You
0: know. but having said they stormed back in the second half uh, yeah, they I scored know. 6 points and we scored 6 points so yeah. we're up 18-0 and, and, but they were much the better first, in the second the half the first
2: two tries came twice from Jack White from And Jack just,
1: White just walking through yeah it was Ash
2: Taylor Ash Taylor and he, yeah. he replicated that on the weekend he did the same thing to Cody Nicarima uh, where if know- he's on the line one on one with a smaller uh, opposing half yeah. yeah he's going to push by them every time
0: well, that's the hope, too. But you, you look, too, at um, the people still targeting George Williams and singling him out one-on-one. I, I haven't really seen that reap any benefits whatsoever. No. There was a
2: try, there was a try um, in the game against the Warriors where he can always stop someone, but if it's a much bigger guy, he'll go around the legs. Mm. And I think it was Tohu Harris, maybe. He went around the legs, and then they popped the ball, and that was a try. And then the other problem that he had as well was that... Um, Curtis Scott was defending next to him mm. who, you know, re-watching the game he did that, he did that rib injury with pretty much his yeah. first run of the game yeah, he did. and he was a passenger after that and again, same thing, if you look at the last try that they actually scored to go to the lead he had to go around the
0: legs as well because he couldn't meet someone, you know, chest on chest Yeah, I know, I know, but look passengers are a really harsh thing to say for Curtis in that match like that that took some guts. That took some real yeah, guts. I mean we saw guts, him yeah. spill his guts out on the ground. I mean like every t- like he rose in that match and they couldn't replace him. Um and he stayed on that match and yeah, it ended up being something they aimed at, but uh, Yeah, they targeted that side a lot. Like yeah. I have nothing but praise for Curtis Scott in that yeah. match. Oh yeah, I you mean, can't
1: you can't fault the guy. I mean seriously he's playing out there on one leg, so
0: yeah, he was. and But he won't be playing out there this weekend. It's busted ribs, so we, got, we won't see him for another three weeks. So, now we get to the st- segment that everyone loves. Oh, the extended yeah. bench. He's on the extended bench. Uh, so, again, Sammy Williams leads that. Uh, Semi Valame makes his Sammy Valame,
2: which kind of puts paid to my theory mm. that he would never be cited in first grade again.
0: Yeah, no, I checked on that. No, no, he's very much in favour. Uh, Aikens is there. He's been actually playing well in the reserves. Um, he looks good and he really calls plays. Very vocal player. I, like I said,
2: I am surprised that Velame would be there ahead of Tomoko because if Velame plays, uh, yeah, it will be because um, Seb Chris gets ruled out and that me- would mean that we'd see Rappaner in the centres again, which we all said we never ever wanted to see not ever nec- again
0: not necessarily Rappler in the centre so there, there are ways around that you know anyway they've got Beaufort Fermor who's played a second row who's played eight match Herman S.A.S.A. formerly the Broncos formerly the Knights now back at, at the Titans uh, 115 matches Sam McIntyre's played 12 matches and Brian Kelly we all know 110 matches he's fried. He he's fried against I, I'm, I'm going to have to call the uh, extended bench to the Titans this week yeah definitely um, not by much
2: Raiders round four and it's the Gold Coast Titans man at Cogra was supposed to be at the Gold Coast then it was supposed to be somewhere else now it's going to be at Cogra. who cares Raiders are going to paste them uh, Titans have done bugger all since they've joined the league uh, they've provided some mild excitement some of the worst jerseys I think we've ever seen Splash the cash to get uh, David Fafita over, who's playing okay. But he's no, he's no Raider, is he? He's not as good as anyone who's going to go up against him here. Um, the only good thing the Titans have ever done was uh, stand and watch as jumping Jack White and the bright-eyed, bushy-tailed winger was flying over the top of them to score tries back in the day. Now he's not jumping Jack White, and he's crushing Jack White and he's going to absolutely murderise them up the middle
1: and score as many tries as he likes. Raiders by 56.
0: Okay, listener of the
2: week. Who have we got, people? Listener of the week We're going over to the UK Will Sterling oh. uh, He's one of our many UK listeners But one of one of the more active ones uh, On Twitter So shout out Will Thanks for listening Thanks for your support Of the show And uh, interesting enough as Although we have many um, Listeners in the UK I was looking at some of the stats We've actually got more in the US Is that right? So is really? That, is that all your it family? Might, or... might be doing My Yeah, yeah My yeah, parents right. and My yeah, that was... sister and brother yeah, That's all... the four
1: right? That's the four <laughs> stats Right yeah <laughs> mm. no, it's all They're in all a part- it's a, it's all in a particular sort of area of
2: of, of yeah I have to I have to look at the stats get All right, I think it actually me. might have been more than four, so maybe we've we've got a few few expats. I do have some
0: cousins, yeah. So okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> right <laughs> the there ex- you <laughs> go.
2: This is this is what I said he'd bring to the show. This is why I said get him back Same. on because he could help us break into the
1: um, US market.
0: Oh, the US look, market, the, the lucrative, the lucrative US Seriously, market. I'm
1: selling dozens of records by the year. So I mean,
0: we're Colt Chisel failed, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Razor Review with Blake and the Pork Will Succeed. Which is, yeah, yeah, it's very, very good, you know. you know, Holding on to that third spot. You heard me, Raider Nick. We're holding on to that third spot. Um, So, you know, there has been something that's annoyed me a little bit. In fact, you might say it's ground my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? You know what grinds my gears? Tell us. Reporting, Ricky. I mean, I know we <laughs> raised it earlier, but for F's sake. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Sharky said it yourself. It's a shiny red ball to distract away from the incompetence on the damn field. So someone comes up with a cockamamie story about Ricky abusing people because all the haters with their bile and vitriol will be too happy to believe it and say, oh, you're just whinging about this and the other. So it's a, it's a complete straw man to take away from their own incompetence and inadequacy saying Ricky did something. He, sure, he was upset. I saw it. But he had every bloody right to be upset. Well, he wasn't the only coach that had a massive blow up. On the weekend anyway because if you looked at um
2: bellamy had an absolute massive oh yeah dummy he spit. but because he's up in the box they hide him in the, the box yeah so you yeah.
1: can't yell at anybody but it's on yeah. staff yeah
2: and but- uh and o'brien as well who's obviously formerly of the um the melbourne storm yeah system so he's he's learned the way as well yeah he he was throwing bottles and carrying on but yeah the trick is ricky Throw the bottle
0: in the <laughs> in the box. Don't throw it through the open window. Yeah, don't throw it through there. But it's just rubbish, you know. Like it's enough to to put him through that and have his side lose. Um, you know, when it, it's that upsetting, But then to have the grand manager put that in the re- report. And uh, seriously, I'm waiting on your call, NRL, Mr. Abdul. I'm waiting on your call so I can actually put in the evidence as being one of the two closest people to him who is actually looking at him. And I know, I think the I know is, Matt, the ground manager. Yes, yeah, it's still open? No, still I, think the, I, think, I think the case is Well, closed. we haven't heard any of that, but I know yeah, Matt, the ground manager, and, and I also that, know yeah. where he were standing, and it was nowhere near that. You know, he was. He was in the tunnel. Ricky is a long way away from the tunnel. And he's much closer to the other side. You know, what the hell was that all about? It's just it's so predictable and pathetic, and it grinds my gears, Blake. I don't think that they have to come out and say the case is closed because I don't think the NRL
2: ever actually came out and said that the case was open. It was just a media report, wasn't it? That's true, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Was there ever a press release from the NRL? I don't know. No, there was never an official charge or I mean, just charge me again. with something. I yelled it. Yeah. I mean, I taught my son some words I probably shouldn't have taught him. Uh, oh, <laughs> and thanks to
0: you, by the way, my yeah. son certainly knows a, a curse that he didn't previously. Oh, and what? started using it. You let what? Which one? It refers to a phallus and a cranium. <laughs> uh, well, you let him listen to the show. <laughs> well, he loves the show, as yeah. do all the kids. Eddie and and and, you gotta, and Matthew are two of the biggest fans. You just got
1: to learn the trick. What do you do it in the car? Or do you listen at
0: home? In yeah, both, we do it all the time. <laughs> you got to cough over. <laughs> you know I've been doing that for uh, it took me by surprise I didn't think anyone would say something so crass and, and harsh on our show because we' well, never look, we never a, it's spoken it to good be a today family We show. never use profanity do it's we It's supposed to be a family show but there has to be more
2: swearing creeping into it and, and I'm the person who has to fire up the beeps. Well let's talk about
0: task. let's talk about times when swearing is appropriate getting on to everyone's favorite segment of the week Ars clown of the Week
1: <laughs>
0: I think we're actually unanimous this week don't yeah. we?
2: That was, no. no I've got a few that aren't the obvious I mean there's the obvious one of course mm-hmm. but I, I've, got a, I, I've got a couple of sort of less obvious ones we might run through before we go into the ones everyone's expecting and anticipating number one it's it's been on my watch for a while now. The scoreboard operator at um, GIA oh, yeah, Stadium. Yo,
1: yeah, same thing for me too. My wife is even like, she hasn't been at a game in a while. She's like, what is up with the scoreboard guy? Seriously, she actually pointed that
2: out. I, I got a photo of, uh, I took a photo of the big screen. It's all the Warriors players celebrating a try, the first try of the game. It says Raiders 4, Warriors nil. Yeah, Yeah, they're very happy about that. And this is not an isolated incident. I went to a game uh, that was actually the first post-lockdown game against the Dragons last year. And at one
1: stage, the score was like 5-3. And I was like, what
2: is this? (laughs) 1982
0: when tries were still worth three points? Well,
1: you know, they got to get behind the scoreboard and move the numbers manually. You know, it's like Fenway Park.
0: Indeed. No, that was, does make was, a sense. Was, so what who else have you got for ask Clan? Well boy? the
2: other it's it's a bit like the perpetual Buzz Rothfield ask Clan. You you've always you're probably not going to get the award, but you got oh, another nomination. So. And the pork nominated again. I was at home uh on Saturday night, just reflecting on things and just watching me <laughs> of T V and stuff. All these notifications start coming through on my phone and it's the pork just arguing with random people on Facebook on a Saturday night again. And I was like what is your wife doing? What is what is what is your child doing? And okay, do you, just look, to put this in perspective... At, at, maybe he learned
1: all those curse words just reading your Facebook at,
2: feed. Ricky Stewart, right, has accepted, and if you hear his friends talk, Ricky Stewart has accepted that there are people that like him and there are people that don't like him. And the people that don't like him, death right him, you know, etc., take joy in his, his defeat, misery, etc. There's nothing that you can say on
0: Facebook on a Saturday night that it's going to turn around these Ricky Hayes And I wasn't trying. If you read my quote, there was just a, a mindless troll who made a stupid comment on something. And all I said was his trolling was as good as his haircut. <laughs> and then someone took me to task for being a troll myself for pointing out this guy had a bald head, which of course he did. And yeah, I was easy, pointing Tim. out that this guy started the trolling, not me. And I was just calling him to account. I wasn't defending or going against. I was just calling him a mindless troll, which he was. Tim, Hook, hook, do better learn from um Andrew Lemming. yeah for real
2: yeah what's wrong with
1: the bald head (laughs) what's (laughs) wrong with the bald head what's wrong with the bald head nothing (laughs) but it's not said as a good haircut I think I look beautiful it's just a sign well it's good virility isn't it yeah it's a sign of virility what's my father told me is that right Good. good too much testosterone Yes, well you you're go. in good
2: company Because Josh Hudson It's like yeah,
1: his so hair You see a photo
2: from him From three or yeah, four years yeah. ago It's like oh my god He used but, to have hair It went like man. that yeah. At, yeah. Least,
0: at least he got rid of The pimp moustache Yeah, That was scary Come on That was like I was waiting for him To hit me on the back of the head With a brick in the tunnel With that thing on there <laughs> um, But I think we, We'll all agree That Ask Clan of the Week Is none other than Henry Perinara Well
1: before we get into it I have one Okay I have. It's very brief I still hate Aidan Fanoa Blake for doing the crying thing. Yeah. And it pissed me off so bad that he scored that first try. Yeah. Yeah. He strolled through. Yeah, he strolled right through. I'm still... Well, that was still... Curtis with his...
0: Yeah. Yeah. He,
1: yeah. He's still on my uh, on my S list. So yeah. There you go. One
0: less you have to... Uh, okay, but Henry in general, he's the ass clown of the week. But there are reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Part 3. One, 2, 3. The English triumvirate, we've already been through them. Hodgson, Williams, and Ryan Sutton. They rose. They rose like um, gods. I'm going to put it out there. They were gods. They not were happy pretty... with
2: Elliot Whitehead's performance.
0: Oh, what Elliot was great. No, I'm not saying he wasn't great. I'm just saying those three Hodgson, Williams, and Sutton were for mine the ones I just said. How is Ryan Sutton continually getting that ball taken up? How is he still hurting in the tackles? How is he still pushing the back? I couldn't get it. I did like it was. It was fant- It was yeah, hard. It was gutsy. Is, uh, was Whitehead the uh, the Ringo, would you say? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but you know, Ringo's a bloody good
1: drummer when you yeah, listen I mean, to it. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, when he actually... Bloody re- good drummer, you know when the When he actually records the parts. <laughs> you, know the fa- yeah, you know the
2: famous quote, someone asked John Lennon if Ringo Starr was the best drummer in the world, and he said he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what he's remembered for, and it goes yeah. over there, but when
0: you actually go back and listen to um, some of his drumming, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, um, and it's exactly what it needs to be. And Ringo was very necessary in that band. Anyway, we're not talking about the Beatles here. And the other reason to be cheerful is still two one. The season has still we, started but, well.
2: You know, I was reflecting on this, and realistically, how close a couple of crappy Chad Townsend um, kicks, you know, go over, and we're one and two, yeah. and we're down in tenth
0: place with the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, isn't that nice? Seeing them down there, they'll be back. Isn't that nice? Yeah, they might. They'll oh, be anyway. back. Anyway, we now, uh, have, you know, it's very hard to reflect on, you know, anyone in that side after that performance who you might even talk about as, you know, needing improvement. But uh, here we go with, Ooh, it has got lift. Ooh. Ooh. That's Jack Whiten. Yeah. It's Jack Whiten because he was great in defense. He worked his guts out. He never stopped trying, but it's one of those times, where what you need in those pitch battles is for the person to rise and push up and say, not on my watch. My favorite you know one also, of those- You know also what we need
2: him not to do again? Kick
0: out kick in the, the full. Kick
2: out in the full. That led to yeah, another try. No one else can kick the ball yeah. out in the full, like our Jack. Yeah, but, uh, yeah he's a specialist, isn't he, really? <laughs> He gets it. How about a
0: Sebastian Chris kick while we're on the subject, by the way? How good was that? No, well, that, that was how,
2: the, about, how about Rappina's kicks? There were two. Great yeah. kicks they put in. One led to the try, Elliot. White yeah, that was try, sensational. Kick. And the other one got a repeat set.
0: But he's mm. great at those kicks he, on the run too. Yeah. It's, it's it's quite remarkable. But Jack, it's one of the. I remember that. Uh, that That's famous, why he doesn't run too fast because he's always got to keep the kick
2: option open. If he ran, right. if he was going too fast, he wouldn't be able to do those kicks. So he's always got it. Like, the
0: famous just, Wally Lewis went all in the the Queensland. He wasn't side. fast. No, the famous oh. thing when all the Queenslands were down, Alfie broke his leg, Meninga broke his arm, Lidner was playing on a break. All these things and the. Cry of Queensland and Wally Lewis, when that match had every excuse to be lost, stood up and said, no, I'm going to do it. Now, Jack needs to, in these situations, go, you know what? This is my moment and I'm better than you. Because, Jack, you are. You are better than them and you have to have that arrogance. That's the one piece of your game that is still missing. That empirical arrogance that looks someone in the eye and says, I'm going to beat you because I'm better than you. You know it. I know it. And here it comes.
1: That's not. That's a very uncamera trait, though. We hate that arrogance, but we need it. I agree with you. Jack's got a lift.
0: That's what Jack needs, and that's his last piece of his puzzle. It's that I am the guy. I am the man, and right now, you're going to really regret it. Laurie Daly, he did it. He did yeah. that sort of stuff. He rose up and said, no, I'm going to win today, and you're going to lose. And it's because I'm Laurie Daly, and you are
1: not. Well, it's time. I mean, Jack's got to have uh, – it's about time for a Jack game. We haven't seen one in yeah. a while. And, he just and,
0: takes over. And against the Gold Coast, I mean – what better time? <laughs> no, yeah, go nuts. And, yeah. and as I've said before, if we're going to win the premiership this year, Jack has to be at the forefront of that. He yeah. has to be. So uh, coming soon, we got away to the Panthers after this on the ninth, and notably we've got less of a turnaround. So
1: potentially in a couple of weeks' time we could be two and three. Yeah, that's that's, that's what the I'm scary. thinking. That's the scary part too. Yeah, I mean two uh I don't know. I mean what are the eels this year? You know, Kinda, well, you don't really know what they are. you don't are. know what they are yet. They're still they ran hot, so hot at the beginning of last year, and then they totally petered out. But Who that knows? win
0: against the Storm was good. Come on, it yeah. was
1: good. It was good. I understand, but also it was what was it? It was torrential. Yeah,
0: you know you can't really say yeah, it was what the desperation in defence. Uh, I don't know. Uh, look, I'm the, I'm the first to have a go at Parramatta and laugh at them too. But on this one, you, you've got to give credit where it's due. We I play know. the Gold Coast this weekend on the Saturday, whereas the Panthers are playing on the Thursday night, tonight, when you're listening to this podcast, and they're playing up against Manly. So it's gonna be a training run for us where we're up against a side that's good, and then we have, you know, coming back to the Friday, we have a six-day turnaround, and they have an eight-day turnaround playing at their home ground. So they haven't had to leave Sydney. We've had to travel twice. The NRL has
2: never, it's like resembling the AFL now. The first four games of the round Mm. are basically foregone conclusions, and it's not until you get to actually the Raiders-Titans game, that you've actually got a competitive... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beneficial. Look, because
0: Manly's got no chance against Penrith apart from perhaps a lightning strike hitting the Panthers' huddle. Mm. Uh, I cannot say... I think Canterbury, in Canterbury, we found our wooden spooners. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, um, South Sydney's going to run over them with a truck, even in second gear. <laughs> um, Melbourne Storm, it, 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 even as people were watching the Storm losing last week, they were saying, oh, my good God, what's yeah. going to happen to the Broncos? Yeah. That game might be 60 nil. It could be. It right. might be. I after
2: after I got home from the, the Raiders-Warriors game, I put on, uh, and particularly the first half of the Bulldogs-Broncos um, game. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It was just...
0: I was listening to it, on the radio. It was being, oh, horrific. God. It was
2: horrific. I thought, how unjust is the world that one of these two teams is going to end up with two points mm. um, after this just appalling effort and the Raiders have nothing to show you. Yeah, yeah. After that <laughs> oh, yeah yeah but i, I was
0: listening to it on the radio and it was appalling i think the sharks and the north queensland match might have something in it but i can't see the sharks losing that match no nah,
1: north queensland, I mean, because no, north they queensland. No, and they have no players left right
0: no and and one of the players they do have less is josh mcguire and i would be putting a postage stamp on him and sending yeah. him out so yeah the He's first cooked. game is is the titans and the raiders the knights and the dragons will be a contest um it'll be interesting to see how the roosters go up against the warriors i'd I'm backing the Warriors there, just on the back of the personnel changes for the, yeah, the Roosters. That's the one to look at. That's the one I, I
1: singled out as being maybe um something to look for.
0: I, guess, I mean, I guess. <laughs> and then there's there's a bloodshed <laughs> on Monday between West Tigers and the Parramatta. Yeah, that'd that'd that's what I'm also looking, I'm peeking over at you. But you know, and then you know, so Parramatta's got that turnaround. Then they've got a full week for a turnaround before they play on the Sunday. And so when we finally play them is the first time we're playing a side this season where we've got less of a turnaround. So we got, sorry, you know, we've got more time cause we're going Saturday, Saturday, seven, whereas they're going to Sunday to a Saturday, which means they got six and we're playing at home. So finally we get an advantage from that. Yeah. I so, don't know. I hate math. I can't I'll just let you do that. Part. You don't like math? No. No. Okay. Well, there you go. These things go there. Anyway, you have been listening to the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet Raiders review with Blake and the pork I'm the pork. I'm Blake. And I'm Shark. I think we just pushed it to the second most popular. I don't know. We'll see. We'll don't see. I don't know. We, we can my look adoring at, fans, I mean, we got them. We're going to look at the bounce you give us. He's got uh, the stats, and, I mean, you know. And, and up yours, Green Machine Podcast. <laughs> up yours. Up yours. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Lake and the